and you want to avoid sales because either you're afraid of the rejection or you kind of feel like you're bugging people or or you're just resisting it for whatever reason, it's much easier to focus on the marketing activities and pat yourself on the back and say, you know what, I'm doing what I need to be doing. I'm, I'm spending hours each day writing these letters. I've got it all fine-tuned and I'm ready to go. I've got all my materials in place. I've got my brochure ready. So that's great. However, that's not sales. So I just want to make sure that we're not tricking ourselves into thinking that all the time we're spending on marketing is forwarding our sales at all, because it's not. I, I think this, Jeremy, I think that's a very important distinction because I know I have fallen to that trap. I am I'm a sinner, and I confess. Um, and, and then you can really get discouraged also. Right. Like, yeah, but how come I'm not getting the clients? You know, like, what's going on here? Right, and it feels like, oh, I'm working so hard. I've spent hours writing these books. I've spent hours writing these articles. I've really been, I've really got the words the way I want them. I've got the brochure the way I want it. I've got all my materials ready. My letterhead looks great. You feel like you're working a lot, and you are, but it doesn't get you the clients directly. Um, so I'm not discouraging involving yourself in those activities, but I think it's important to be very clear with yourself that in any given day, for the amount of time, whatever amount of time you spend on marketing, developing marketing materials or on marketing activity, you want to spend at least that, and, that time and a half on sales activities as well so that you're getting a good balance. So really, let's start with the 30-second commercial. Um, and, and, you know, I, I could actually, you know, go launch into what is sales and let's actually look at what the sales process is and that sort of thing. But we're going to get into that in later classes, and I hope that you can be patient with that because I want to give you something to work on right away, which is this 30-second commercial concept so that you can actually start working with that. And then as we build over the classes over the next nine sessions, what you'll see is, you'll start to get a really firm understanding of that there is, a, there is a sustainable, repeatable process behind sales. There are specific steps and activities that you can embark upon. You'll know how to do it. And one of the first steps of that really is nailing down your 30-second commercial because that's the thing that's going to open doors for you, open phone calls for you, and that's the thing that's going to help you fine-tune some of your networking activities. So, so what I want to start with is the basics of your 30-second commercial. What you want to have in there is, of course, your name. You want to have in there something right off the bat that gives a sense of what you do in a very concise way. So Jeremy said, I coach executives. That's very clear. Mine is helping leaders exceed prior performance. So think right off the bat of you know, who you want to help and what you want to help them do. What is it that you do right off the bat? You also want to include something that gives you a credibility boost right up front. So Jeremy's credibility boost was, I've been an executive coach for 15 years. Bob, your credibility boost is, uh, I'm a psychologist and psychotherapist. You might want to throw in the number of years that you've been doing that. Doesn't sound very impressive. Well, it is when you're talking about executive coaching. If you're, if you're talking to executives, first of all, you're, it, it, you're a doctor. That's impressive to executives. You know what you're doing. With a psychology background, you know a lot about emotional intelligence that you can translate into the workplace. Now, you also have to know your audience. I know that when I work with attorneys, one of the last things they want to deal with are psychologists because then they start to feel like, you know, there's, that they have to work on something like therapy rather than executive coaching. 
That is right. Workshops on change, straight OD, and specialize in coaching executives who are leading uh, difficult change projects. And I'm particularly effective at helping leaders deal with the people problems of change. All of that is great. My one question is, can you do that without reading it? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, not not today, but yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. By the way, a tool that I often use for memorizing lines and situations like this is just writing it down a lot of time. It helps me a lot. So if, like, I wrote something down a hundred times, I would remember it after that. Well, it also depends on your learning style, too. Right. So um, people like I, to say it out loud, yeah. Well, and also, I, I'm the kind of person where I don't like, to, I don't, I feel trapped by having to have the words exactly the same every time, which is why I opt for the bullet list in my head of the points I want to cover so that I have the flexibility to have it sound slightly different every time, but I know I'm covering all the right points. My, my style is to have a, um, a trigger word for each, you know, for each thought. So there, there are four or five trigger words. Good that um, I can remember five things. Yeah, yeah, excellent. <laughs> so that's part of something to take into consideration when you're drafting these as well as when you're practicing them is what's your style of remembering? You know, are you like Jeremy where you need to write it down a hundred times? Are you like me where you just want a bullet list so that you remember your points? Do you want trigger words? You know, so, so part of this is knowing how you work best and, if, and imagining yourself in different situations. Let's say the good one, the best one is the elevator test. Um, nine times out of ten, you'll be in an elevator riding up with somebody, you know, up to a different office building, and you and that other person are the only person in the elevator. Well, you could stare at the floor, you could stare at the numbers, or you could talk to the person. And in an elevator, you have 30 seconds or less to actually make your point. So think about that scenario. Think about being at networking meetings and how quickly you meet people at those. Think about being at conferences and maybe you have a break in between sessions and you're meeting people. Um, think about being at social parties like Christmas parties or weddings or lunches or lunches with family and friends. And think about meeting new people there and, and the context in which you'd want to say it. So think, think through different scenarios for yourself of where you would say this to help determine what your method is of, of practicing it. I, I have a question on credibility. I, yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, in this little talk here, the, the credibility, the only credibility piece is uh, books that I've written. Right. Now, uh, should I throw in something about the, my OD consulting past? I, I would definitely say you have a PhD in organizational behavior. That's oh. definitely credibility when you're talking about executive coaching. Things that are credibility include number of years of experience, um, whether you authored a book or not, a, a doctorate, if you have some impressive clients, like some of my credibility, you know, I don't have a doctorate, but I've got the credibility of some of the big Fortune 500 companies, so that's, that's what I use. Okay, who hasn't we heard from? Uh, me. My name's Bob. I'm a psychologist with 25 years of experience located in Midtown Manhattan, um, coaching high potential employees and senior executives achieve superior performance and results in leadership through a high impact coaching relationship. Great. That's cool. Yeah, that's great. So the, and the other thing to think about too is that you never know who you're going to be meeting at any stage of your life anywhere you are. And 
So it has to be simple enough that it could communicate to someone who's not an executive because they may be married to an executive, they may be the son or daughter of an executive, they may have a client who's an executive that they may want to refer you to. So, so the, um, you know, and I think all of you did a really good job at, at having yours be clear and simple enough that it doesn't just speak to the executive level person. That was great. So I would say in terms of fine-tuning them, um, practice them on people in your family or around people that you see on a regular daily basis. And if, and if you're isolated and you don't see anybody, call somebody up and <laughs> practice on them. But um, your homework assignment is going to be to practice this at least 15 times between now and next Tuesday. That means that you have to find 15 ways to practice it between now and then. So that means either 15 different people, or I'll let you include yourself as one of those people, meaning practice it in front of the mirror. But I would try to do face-to-face -face if you can't do it over the phone. Find different ways of practicing it and allow it to evolve. Allow it to evolve and be fine-tuned, but keep in mind the key points. You know, that you want to have the credibility, you want to say what you would do, who you help, and what you help them do and that you want to make sure that it's within the 30 seconds. The shorter and more succinct you can get it, the better. So practice it so that it starts to feel natural, and see what happens. Observe, observe as you practice it 15 times over the next week. Observe how it evolves, and observe how you feel about it, and observe how natural or fluid it starts to feel. We'll kick off next week by talking about that. And you know what, I should probably give you my email address right off the bat here so that if you have, if you want to email it to me, if you want to email me your 30-second commercial, if you want feedback, you can do that. If you want to email questions that come up as you're practicing it, you can do that. And my email address is Susie, S-U-Z-I, at InnovativeLeader.com. So I look forward to talking to you guys next Tuesday at noon. Okay, take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.